Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Johnny McAllister, and thank you for joining us on today's podcast here at First Church. We are in the Timeless series and looking at each book of the Bible. And so we've made it through the first five books of the law and then the second 12 books of history and then the five books of poetry or wisdom. And now we're in the major prophets and particularly today we'll be looking at the prophet Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. Now Jeremiah ministered in Judah during the last 40 years of the nation's history from 627 to perhaps around 586, maybe 582. And in spite of his faithful preaching of the word, Jeremiah watched the nation decline until Judah was taken captive by the Babylonians and Jerusalem and the temple, they were destroyed. And so he was, Jeremiah was a priest, that was called to be a prophet. Uh, He was a very sensitive man, uh, and he was called to confront the kings and the false prophets and um, the priests, and he was known as the weeping prophet. Now, Western Asia is a mess, and it's a period of stress and doom for entire nations, uh, of course, including Judah. And... uh, Jeremiah's name in the history of this context uh, could mean the Lord exalts or the Lord establishes, but a more likely proposal is probably the Lord throws. And so Jeremiah's life was not easy, and his ministry, uh, even to many people, might not seem successful, but he was faithful to the Lord. Uh, Jeremiah lived uh, about 60 years. And when you look at the book of Jeremiah, you see that in chapter 1, there's a call to ministry. And then in chapters 2 through 33, uh, Jeremiah, you have his messages to Judah pleading with the people to repent. And then he shares some of his personal sufferings in chapters 34 through 45, and then there are the sermons to the Gentile nations in chapters 46 through 51, and the last chapter reviews the fall of the city and the nation in chapter 52. That's how the book lays out, but today I kind of want to spend a little time, because you might look at this as historic, but I want you to see how it applies to our life. As I shared with you, Western Asia is just a mess. And Jeremiah began in um, to be called by God. And I want to talk to you about answering the call of God in your life. Let's look at and start in chapter 1 in verse 4. And we read the words uh, from the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah Chapter 1, verse 4. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, 
Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant." Here's a perfect example of the Lord speaking to Jeremiah. And if you're going to answer the call of God on your life, we have to hear it first. God's word to Jeremiah was, you will be what I want you to be. You will go where I want you to go and you will say what I want you to say. I supervised your conception. I consecrated you and now I am ordaining you. You know, if God calls you, believe what he says and obey him. Um, here's the deal. Our adequacy comes from God, not from ourselves. So what is God saying? He's saying, I called you. You have to hear that. And I want to encourage you today. You see that message to Jeremiah where Jeremiah doubts his own calling, and he, he just challenges, God challenges Jeremiah, I will send you to and say, and you're to say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid. And I want to encourage you today to hear God's call on your life. You might say, well, how do I hear that? Well, Hebrews 1, 1, we read these words in the past. God spoke to us for our, uh, to our forefathers through prophets like Jeremiah at many times in his various ways. But in these last days, he has spoke to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The son, Jesus Christ, the son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the Father and the mad and of the majesty in heaven. I want to encourage you, if you have heard Jesus, if you have met Jesus, then you have heard the very words of God. And I just encourage you, get a God said. Get a new God said. You see that all through the Old Testament where God said to Moses, God said to Jeremiah. And so if you are looking for that new God said in your life, look to Jesus. And if you don't get a new God said, then do the last thing that God told you to do. Um, so when he says it, uh, what you do next is in that crisis of belief. What are you going to do? Well, we continue to read in verse 11 in Jeremiah 1, the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? Jeremiah responded, I see the branch of an almond tree. 
And the Lord said to me, you have, been, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see what my, that my word is fulfilled. And the word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a boiling pot tilting away from the north. I answered, and the Lord said to me, From the north disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem, and they will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me. You have to hear the word of the Lord, but here the Lord is speaking to Jeremiah and he is asking him this question. Do you see it, Jeremiah? Do you see it? And that's the second part of answering the call. First, you have to hear the word of the Lord and then you have to see it. Just as the almond tree blooms first in the first year and therefore wakes up early, this Hebrew word watching means to be wakeful. So the Lord is watchful to make sure that his word is fulfilled. He is watchful. And Babylon came from the north and destroyed Judah and Jerusalem. Here's the thing. God's servant, you must have open eyes as well as open ears. God watches over his word to perform what he says. So what you hear, you have to have a vision for that. Our job, though, is proclamation. His job is to perform it. And it's a vision for the future. Um, his gifts gave him the ability to see what God needed him to see. And so I ask you, do you see it? You heard it. You, do you see it? And here is where I really do believe that when you hear the word of the Lord, so many times in our lives, we just can't see it, especially in the middle of a pandemic or in, the, in so much division and strife. But here's the difference. It's the touch of God. The touch of God makes the difference between success and failure. God touched Isaiah's lips um, and to give him purity and Jeremiah's lips to give him power. And Jesus said similarly in Luke 21, verse 15, For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You remember also, I mean, in the Old Testament here in Genesis, he touched Jacob's hip and gave him a limp, helping him to be, become a prince with God. God touched Daniel and set him on his feet and opened his mouth for ministry. The call of God and the touch of God, they go together or we fail. So it's not easy. Uh, it's hard. It's unpopular. Sometimes there are sacrifices involved. And I want to encourage you to hear it and then see it. And then look on in verse 17. Get yourself ready. God is saying this to Jeremiah. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, 
against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. So hear it, see it, and the third thing is, get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them, you have to do it. It was difficult for a young Jeremiah to confront his elders with a message of denunciation, but God made him, and God was with him. Uh, God's messengers and servants must be walls, and uh, you see this imagery here, iron pillars, fortified cities, not shifting sand. And he says, get ready. And here's what I would say to you today, because you might be saying, what is God calling me to do? Well, I would encourage you to do what any person who is confident in God would do. I mean, Moses didn't feel adequate for the task God called him, but he reassured him as well. Um, I would encourage you um, today that our sufficiency is from the Lord. Um, I, when God calls you to do a task, he does not ask you to be adequate. He asks you to be available. And so God does not call uh, people to be perfect. He asks them to be available and faithful. I just want to encourage you. There's always a crisis of belief. You know, when you hear the word of the Lord and then you see it and you see a vision of what it might look like for you to be used by God and to go out and make a difference for him. Maybe it is even in your family or maybe in your where you work or possibly even maybe it's uh, in your community. There's always a crisis of belief. There's always that, uh, but here's the thing. If you want to experience God's will, his movement, his power, and his purposes, there is a time, of course, after you hear it, and when you see it, you gotta do it. And so what I encourage you today is maybe you've heard it. You know what God is saying to you right now. Uh, maybe you see it. You know what the world looks like and how much they need for God um, to hear God's voice. And, and maybe you've seen a vision of what it would look like for God to use you. Now, here, do it, whatever it is. And this isn't cookie-cutter Christianity. Listen to what God is asking you to do today and answer that call. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you.